Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Massive show in store for you today. We were out at practice for day five. We will run all of that down here for you tonight. Finally, the defense makes a stand. First four days. Offense, quite honestly, spanking that hiney. Well, today the defense decided to show up and make a stand. Offense still looked pretty damn good. Uh, But we'll talk all about what we saw out at practice here today. I do already have a lot of people asking me about a recruiting update. Uh, So we will touch on that a little bit. We will touch on it a little bit if you want. Just remind me... uh, I kind of already said everything I want to say on the forum, AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. You can go there, but we'll talk about that. Greg Sankey speaks out, says that we don't have to go to the West Coast or different time zones to be relevant. On the West Coast, pretty much um, locking down that he will not be expanding. So we'll touch on that, my thoughts. Uh, on the SEC and what Greg Sankey had to say on Paul Feinbaum today. College football game is back. I might go on a little small rant about that here tonight. The Saints whiff on two free agents, one of them that they massively needed in Kareem Hunt. We'll touch on that as well, and as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag Ask Blake. Thoughts, questions, concerns, bring them inside the Rudy Crew chat, and we will get to as many of them uh, as we can uh philip rose says hey blake a well-known recruiting analyst from texas changed his pick uh on colin simmons from texas to lsu today yeah 
Not sure if um, I saw that one, but there is a lot of panic. We'll we'll touch on that. I'll touch on it. I might lead the show off with it. I will we'll touch on it. I know everybody's asking. Uh, Gerard or Gerard says Godfather better get on Dominic McKinley. I do, as I've said for the last four months. Still feel pretty good on him, but nobody seems to want to listen. Oh, this is what somebody said over here. Yeah, you know where you need to go. You know where you need to go. Brandon Zahn, what's up, buddy? He says, nice. <laughs> good to have you in the show here with us. Jacob Wiggins and Zach's girlfriend, Lucy B, are both in the building here tonight. Not literally, but figuratively. They are in the building. Blaine Smith said, Blake, how does Sage Ryan look? I thought that he had somewhat of um, an impressive, uh, not impressive day, but a better day. He looked good in the slot. Greg Brooks, uh, yet again, looks to be nursing a little bit of an injury. I do, and I did hear if he, if there was a game today that he would be able to go. But Sage Ryan, man, looked pretty good out there in the slot. We'll touch on all of that, I promise you. Uh, we will touch on that, I promise you. Uh, LSU Hyper Ninja 9 says, trust the process and listen to Blake. Well, I wish you would. I wish you would. C. King says, Blake, how did Womack look? Well, there was a pretty intense uh, battle between Womack, uh, Womack and Lance Hurd that Lance Hurd got the better of him. Um, those two are going at it, brother. Those two are going at it. That is a NFL type of rep that we are able to witness out there. And quite frankly, I just don't, um, I do not know how you're going to keep the both of them off the field. There's a lot of freshmen in this class that I just, I don't know. Maybe they are off the field mainly due to trying to pick up the offense or defense but I do think Womack would be able to get on the field quicker, just mainly due to the fact like, hey, man, you get him out there on third down and say, hey, man, Pat, rush the passer. That's all you got to do. Third and seven, go get after Jordan Travis. Go get after whoever, whoever it is you're playing. Graham Mertz, Robbie Ashford, if it's him. I mean, we don't really. K.J. Jefferson, whoever it may be. Whoever it may be. Uh, David Woodard says, I listened to a podcast today with Zach Nagy on it. He and the host both stated that McKinley stated on McKinley that he might not, uh, he might want to go elsewhere. Uh, I hope LSU can work that magic. I like Zach. I think Zach does a really good job. Um, I don't completely agree with him yet. Uh, Look, y'all. If y'all gonna ask recruiting questions, y'all better get y'all's happy rear. I'm not gonna answer all of them. Y'all better get y'all's happy rear end to the forum. AYSSnetwork.com/slash/forum. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, and then Gerard Gerard says cannot lose a five star from Lafayette. That I do agree. Akon and LGZ. Akon and LGZ says love Womack working at the jack position. It's true. I do too, but him and Lance are definitely went after it. Heath says, what up, Blake? Just joined the AYS forum and love the insider content. Thank you for your team and all the information. Yes, yeah, Zach doesn't even go in there anymore. He's like, Mr. Blake, I, I, I play, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Is, isn't that the new movie? 
Zach, how many times did you go see Barbie? How many times have you gone and seen the Barbie movie? You did like this. You did like this. So you came up with a solid four, and then you went down to a zero. Guys, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know how. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. All right, a couple more, but then we'll get rolling. Jeff says missed yesterday and still on vacation, but tuning in tonight. Any fallout with the fight? Zero fallout. Guys, I, I mean, I literally have scarred. No, they're they're fine. They, you got out there today. It's look, people don't get. I mean, men get this more than others. I would, and that's just not a sexist thing, but it's just the truth. Dude, you can fight with your best friend and get in a fist fight, and then the next day you're fine. But I will say, and one thing that we do need to mention, they need a day off. Like, they are going at it, y'all. They need a day off. They'll get it tomorrow. They've been they've been pushing the limit. And this comes down, uh, this comes down to really and truthfully, Brian Kelly being really good at his job and letting him have the day off tomorrow. I'm sure they'll be doing team events. I'm sure they'll be going through film and they'll be together as a team at some point, if not all day again tomorrow, going through camp, but they just won't hit the practice field. In reference to the fight, I said it last night. I'll say it again. Every time that there's been a little bit of a scuffle, number 10 has been around the pile. And we were out there today, and he was still, you know, he's still chirping. I don't, listen, I don't mind the chirping. I don't mind you talking. The problem I have is, okay, when you're out there chirping and it leads to something else, the defense is going to stick up for you, and you better pray to sweet G. Like, come on, man. You need to be worried. You know, if you're in the second and third team rotation, you need to be worried about, going out there and taking over Zai Alexander, who had another impressive day again today. Defense made a stand. And Joe Sloan got all off in the quarterback's arses today. We get out there, offense is sluggish. He gets all up in Jaden and Garrett's ass, man. No pause or pause, however you want to do it. Joe Sloan got all up in their ass after the first team period that we saw. Then Jaden turns right around and two periods later and starts lighting it up. They're, they were sluggish again today. Jaden, at, uh, at some point, uh, I think Brian Thomas, I did not remember seeing Brian Thomas out there. Malik Neighbors got a little limped up. Uh, Shelton Sampson was a little limped. Malik Neighbors did come back, and then things got a little bit better. And then Aaron Anderson continues to shine uh, as well. So we'll get into all that. We'll get into all that uh, here tonight. But Joe Sloan got all off in that ass. Zero paws. Okay? So it was good to see. We'll talk about that next. And we do have a lot of recruiting questions. I'll get to recruiting. I put in a massive write-up. Guys, just go to the forum, man. I'm, I'm going to continue to talk about it. I'm, I'm going to continue to talk about it. I've took my pick off, put a pick back on, gave you my confidence. I'm going to stay where I'm at. Unless something, and in recruiting, it is, let me, let me just say this before we get to the break, Zach. Recruiting is always extremely fluid. 
and you can you can list you know this guy could be your favorite guy that guy can be your favorite guy the bottom line is is sometimes you don't know what the hell you're talking about I, I mean so we'll see man we'll see but we got a lot to we got a jam-packed show uh here tonight so let's get rolling everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share should all of those social media groups shared all of those social media pages if you're listening to us on facebook like like and share it share it to those groups share it to your own pages it greatly helps us when you hit that share button if you're on youtube don't forget to subscribe guys 50 percent of you are still not subscribed that are watching the shows and the content do us a favor right now hit that subscribe button and notification bell wherever you listen to podcasts rate review and subscribe and if you're watching on fubo tv welcome aboard with us Let's talk about our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and BetOnline.ag. Let's talk about practice. Let's talk about what we've seen. Talk a little recruiting. Then talk about the SEC. We're back next. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports and even golf bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures head on over to bet online today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet use our promo code believe 50 that's believe 50 b-l-e-a-v five zero to receive your 50 percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then again gm varno and sons go see him over at 2500 full boulevard give him a call at 225-664-9992 225-664-9992 tell him you good friend play grafino sit you on by we're back we're back i completely messed that up <laughs> i completely messed that up but we do have Penn Jones say his greatest comeback by BK today was him saying that Harold Perkins, we're discussing NIL deal with John Deere. I did like that. And look, thank you, Penn, for the super chat. But this comment from BK, in case you missed it, um, today, okay, <sighs> listen, Brian Kelly was not wrong when he said, thank you, Penn Jones, about the fight guys i have so many things going on right now what happened with the fight yesterday we don't have time to waste and basically that's what brian kelly was saying we do not have time to waste they got in a fight it's 103 it feels like 105 106 degrees outside it's 97 98 100 degrees it feels much worse than that and these guys are battling. They're going up against each other for four, five straight days. 
They haven't really gotten a big enough break. They got in a fight. Get over it. You know, I saw Pat, I was talking to Wilson Alexander today at practice, and we're sitting there. I'm like, hey, did you see the Patrick Queen quote tweet? And he's like, yeah, did, would you, you know, one, did, you know, uh, Brian Kelly would be mad at us every practice or whatever he said. Like, we got used to getting a fight, at least one fight per period. Guys, this is going to happen during camp when guys are competing. 100%, 1,000% is going to happen. So, bottom line is, bottom line is the fight doesn't really mean anything. Why people are making a big deal out of it, I don't know. But we were out at practice today. One thing is for sure. And I'll continue to talk about this as many days as we go out to practice. This freshman class is really stinking good. They are really stinking good. You know, Mac, uh, Camorian Pimpton, Mason Taylor, guys that we talk about a lot. Mac Markway, the four-star tight end, has come into this Okay, and 1,000%, 1,000% just put his head down and going to work. He called a lot of really good passes today. Mike Denbrock is on him like white on rice when it comes to receiving the football because he knows what he has in Mac Markway. Zolance Hurd and uh, Deshaun Womack got into, not when I say got into it, but got into practice today and so Lance Hurd got him down once once and was nasty and finished the block Deshaun Womack oh you think you got me let me fire off right back and get you I'm about to get this one and he does but the last four days of camp has resulted into one thing the offense getting better of the defense not even remotely an opinion it is damn near a fact of what we've seen at practice for the first four days. We go out there today, and you see that the defense finally had had enough. Like, as if the fight that was to happen showed, like, hey, man, it, we're about to make a stand. We're tired of this BS. You know, it reminds me of the movie, Remember the Titans, in a way. Yeah, they didn't fight, really. Now, they did fight once, and, you know, uh, uh, what was his name? Pretty Boy, uh, or Sunshine, got in a fight with Gary Bertier, and then Gary Bertier punched Julius, and they got in fights. But it reminds me of when Gary Bertier goes up to Julius and says, West Side, or Left Side, excuse me, why I say West Side? <laughs> Left side, strong side. Defense made a really good effort in seven-on-seven seven and some team drills that we saw. They fired back. Balls were hitting the ground today. They were on receivers really. I'm going to say the, the first period that we worked out there, they were all over them. And it was a period where they were just trying to move the ball, getting plays in. And Jane Daniels and Garrett Nosmeyer like, did not have a good period. The period is over. Okay. They go over with Joe Sloan. They're going to work on some drills. And Joe Sloan is on their ass. 
You're lollygagging in the period. You're lollygagging in the drill. Oh, oh, is what he was saying. Look at me. Look at me. We've been doing good for four days in the period that we just had sucked. All of a sudden, Jane Daniels and Garrett Nussmeyer turn right around in seven on seven and light it up. And I promise you, as God is my witness, they were not in man-to-man coverage defensively. Matt House was getting frustrated because Jane Daniels got laser-focused and Garrett Nussmeyer got laser-focused and receivers started looking really good. Chris Hilton has made multiple catches and put on some weight and has looked really damn good. Malik Neighbors, Zy Alexander covered all over him today. Did not I did not see but Malik make one catch today in a seven on seven or a team period. Because Zy Alexander was all over him. Didn't matter to Jaden, though. Didn't matter to Nussmeyer as hey, you want to play zone coverage, you want to play deep, you want to play everything in front of you. I am going to check this down. I am going to hit the tight end. You don't want to get beat by the deep ball. That's fine by me because all I'm going to do is continue to move the sticks. And that's what happened in seven on seven. So a back and forth and the seven on seven, which much more competitive as it had been. Good to see that the defense finally made a stand and said enough is enough. Zy Alexander again, Deuce Chestnut. And a guy that we continue to circle, a guy that we continue every time you're out there, when you write these names down, and the star goes next to his name, Landon Ibietta did have a catch over the middle. But the only reason why he had that catch is because when he's going up the seam, Andre Sam does not lay him out and lets him make the catch and go on. And then Brian Kelly applauding, thank you for allowing him to make the catch and for us to get that rep without you laying him flat on his rear end. But out there being all over the place. 19 is all over the place right now. Can he translate that into week one? Can he translate that throughout the season? That remains to be seen. But he is someone that with our own eyes, like, has have seen that this young man is making a very big impression. And then you go back into the defense and you look at that front seven. Today, LSU would um, get to a place where in a period where they're going through pass, uh, pass rush drills. Harold Perkins... Okay, getting to a, uh, getting back to where he's outside on the outside. And I'm just reading all this from our notes, but getting back to the outside, rushing the passer and Omar Spates, along with Deshaun Womack was also out there. Brayden Swinson got the first team reps, but Makai Wingo was rotating with the ones again today. So all in all, when we were out there, when we were out there, they had a pretty damn good outing on both sides of the ball. Both sides of the ball, I thought, looked really good. So I'm glad to see in a place where, in a time where you're about to have your last off day of the first week, you turn around, you go all pads on Thursday, 
you will then be officially into the week. Okay? And then you you start going into week two. Does the offense respond on how the defense started looking better? Does the defense continue to progress in the way that they're going? Individually, we talked about some of these, but I like where Lance Hurd is. I think that Lance Hurd is going to be somebody... I, I just envision Lance Hurd starting at right tackle in the last week versus Texas A&M. Like that being his fourth or fifth, hell, maybe even tenth start on the season. I thought Mason Lunsford looked good in the running game. And the running backs, guys, I have no idea what to tell you. Running back-wise, I, I mean, they do look good in what they're doing. But they're rotating more guys in and out of the rotation Okay, when it comes to a place where, like, man, I, I'm Logan Diggs to Trey Bradford to, which, by the way, Trey Bradford looks really good in the past game. Like, he is catching the ball at a high level. He is doing a lot of things at a high level. Okay, but they're rotating guys in and out so much that you can't really get a feel for what they're doing at that position. I think that they're trying to see Every single rep, who's going to stand out? Who's going to stand out? So, I like where we've been. I like where this team is at at the current moment. And I think that the defense will continue to progress. Um, Some notes. So, I wrote this on the forum, but I'll give you a little bit more of it. Trey Bradford looks good in the backfield in the passing game. Pimpton continues to shine uh, when he's catching the ball. I... He, he did line up on the, on the end line and did some blocking. He's going to have to get better there. <laughs> He's going to have to get better there. Shelton Sampson uh, left, did leave with what looked like a lower body injury. And so we'll, we'll continue to monitor that. It didn't look bad. He walked off. It just kind of looked like he got kind of got rolled up on a little bit. So I think that he will be fine. He walked off on his own power. If you didn't know that he got rolled up on, you kind of – wouldn't have noticed that he left practice early. But let me just say this one last thing before we get to comments. The team at the end, you could tell that it was it was wearing on them. Like, camp was wearing on them, man. Like, they've done a really good job at being inside, being outside. First couple periods, like a warm-up periods or in in the indoor. And as soon as they start going to real, real drills, uh, they start making things happen. And it's hot and it's humid. And quite frankly, they look sluggish a little bit. Everybody, like, man, it's hot out here, man. We're, we're, we're working our ass off. And it's not like what you'll see in a game. It's not like what you'll see in a game. Guys, they, I, I don't think people really, like, there's not a lot of breaks in what they're doing. Like, they are balls to the wall. They are balls to the wall 24-7. They're in a period. They're working their ass off. Whistle blows. Run, 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 run. Next period, next period. They are not taking off. And they look like they need this day off, and they're going to get it. And what's what I think makes Brian Kelly so elite in what he does because he knows, like, hey, man, I'm going to push him really hard on Tuesday. And he talked about that in his press conference today. I'm going to really push them hard today. Then we're going to get the rest period, get treatment, get rehydrated, get ready to go. So – they were battling, and they've been battling. They've been battling. Um, one 
Moore thing, I do. I, I continue to say Omar Spates, but I, I've talked about him so much at this point. You know, it, it, it kind of it is what it is. It kind of is what it is. All right, let's get to a couple comments. Uh, Chris H. says, BK's comment uh, about the FSU Florida State matchup, I don't keep score. I settle them. I like that. Yeah, and, and look, man, like, it's not just really Brian Kelly either. Like, let me, look, when you're out there with 80 players, there are things that you hear. Like, I heard Major Burns the other day, like, when they gave up a touchdown to Malik. And he's like, hey, man, Florida State going to do that. Florida State's going to do it. Florida State's going to run that exact play. What you going to do? And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Like, it, when you hear guys talking and chattering, like, they're talking about it. And I, I love that. Like, hey, man, if we don't get Shizite together, that team that we play in Orlando is, gonna, is coming. We got to get our shit together. And that's coming from a guy in Major Burns. Guys, he was here against UCLA when you when you had no real business talent-wise losing that game. None. Zero. Offensively and schematically, you are horrendous. Jake Pete called plays and marked down plays with a coloring book. There's a reason why he's not OC anywhere else. It's a reason that was his first time as an OC. Marking things down in the coloring book. You should not, but you get a grace period because it's the first game under Brian Kelly. You shouldn't have lost last year's game against Florida State either. You're an extra point away from probably you're going to take that game. You're more than likely going to take that game. But they're talking about it. And that you could tell that they're pissed off about it. Christopher says on Facebook, he probably will be the GOAT on O-line if you're talking about Lance Hurd. He's, he has started every game since he stepped foot in Tiger Stadiums. Maybe he's not. I don't know who you're talking about. But he does say, too, I'm sure Frank Wilson knows this, but I hope they don't forget about Caden Durham in this college. They're not forgetting about Caden Durham, bro. They're not, they're not forgetting about Caden Durham. Like, come on. All right, y'all want to talk a little recruiting? Because I continue to see it. Zach, I mean, there's more recruiting comments and questions in here than I think that we've ever had. Um, so, yeah. Look, I've made it well known, if you're a subscriber on our message board, what I think about the Colin Simmons situation. I don't think it comes down to everything that I, – I, I don't – I'm not buying opinion – not sourcing, opinion. I'm just not buying everything that, you know, on family or education or development. The kid tweeted out the other day, I'm going to be great wherever I go. Development don't mean shit to him, okay? Like when it comes down to it. Guys, NIL is a real thing. The simple fact that LSU is going toe-to-toe with a school financially that they have no business going – look. Let's call it what it is. I'm not saying LSU is behind in NIL, but at some point you got to get to the to the place where, hey man, we've made an NIL offer and move on from it. 
move on from it. You got another kid, and I probably shouldn't say this, that's looking to commit around early September. That's a five-star in this state. And if, look, if I told you that LSU could pull off a Dominic McKinley as an example with the rotating door at defensive line, but brother, that will, guys, that will be a, a monumental commitment because you don't have a D-line coach that has had a consistent chance at making a relation or gaining a relationship with him and you call the godfather of recruiting and Frank Wilson says, we need you yet again. And if Frank Wilson can, and, and John Jancic and Sherman Wilson and uh, 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 um, I, I, and God bless you, I probably should have led the show off of this, but, you know, Coach Jimmy Lindsey before the incident, and God bless it because Coach uh, 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 Brian Kelly today said that Coach Lindsey's going to be, you know, he's going to be released from the hospital soon. That is fantastic news. That is fantastic news. But nobody's been able to really garner a relationship with Don McKinley. It's hard to get kids out of Texas. It's what I keep hearing over and over and over again, right? It's hard to get kids out of Texas. It's also hard to get kids out of Louisiana. And you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. So, yeah. uh, Tad says, embarrassed for the overrated deep pocket Big Ten that LSU is owning all of them at LSU. Embarrassed for the overrated deep pocket Big Pac-10. Zach, am I missing something? Lance Hill says, Blake, you hit it right on the head. At some point, you got to draw a line on NIL. Josh Williams, you don't know, buddy. I, I'm just telling you. I seen you. You don't know. Like you can say that, but you don't know. You read what other people are telling you. You don't know. Let me tell you what I do know. Okay, it, people saying that they know the decision, they don't. They don't. I'm going to put a pick in. Okay, well, where's your pick? Well, that way, way down here. Okay, all right, sounds good. Well, if your information was your best source told you, yeah, it's te- Texas or yeah, it's LSU. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Come on, man. So y'all want to talk recruiting, but it's going to continue to go back and forth. Oh, well, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Guys, he doesn't sign till December. These kids don't sign to December. It's August the 8th. You mean to tell me, hypothetically, hypothetically, y'all going to come out here and try to convince me that if Dominic McKinley were to pick LSU whenever he does, you mean to tell me that Ohio State, Texas, Oklahoma are still going to not be calling him? You're outside your box. You're outside your box. <laughs> you are outside your box. It's not over. You know, I remember a story about a guy by a kid by the name of Jamar Chase. Now, I will tell this story now. And some and a lot of people know this, and I think Mickey Joseph will back this up. Maybe not publicly. But guys, Jamar literally told LSU the night before, the night before he was going to Auburn. 
He told him, like, guys, I'm going to Auburn. And Mickey Joseph stopped it. Said, take the night. Let's talk in the morning. Guys, by 12 p.m., lunchtime, that kid was a tiger, but not out in the – he wasn't an Alabama tiger. He was an LSU one. A monumental, monumental addition to your team. So I, I know that people freak out about recruiting. LSU is going to be fine, man. <laughs> I, I mean, you can talk about NIL. You can talk about what players get. Guys, NIL is legal. <laughs> NIL is 1,000% legal. So, what do you think's happening? You had Texas A&M, like this isn't a, this, what I'm about to tell you is not an opinion. You had Texas A&M, a video be released, goes on Twitter of their staff, their staff, openly pointing to the suite section of Kyle Field and saying, those guys are paying your salary, is what he said. Those guys are paying your salary. Nothing happened to him. You want to know why? NIL is not enforceable at this exact moment. When players are on campus, collectives, Nobody's being stopped. The NCAA has every evidential need and want that they could possibly have on Texas A&M. Why aren't they doing anything? Because if nobody's read it, which I don't know why, like when people make arguments about it, it's like, okay, so what are you arguing? Oh, so you didn't read what Congress wrote in, or not Congress, but you're not reading what the feds wrote down. That you can't stop people from making a collective. You can't stop people from giving somebody NIL money. Um, God bless it about this conference realignment. God bless it. Because all conference realignment is, is a team going into the transfer portal to go to another conference, a.k.a. a school. <laughs> realignment is the transfer portal. And NIL is the TV money. But yet, regulate the kids. Know what you should be doing is getting pissed off. And like what Greg Sankey said today, which we'll talk about next, because it vastly affects LSU. Vastly affects LSU. Greg Sankey coming out today on Feinbaum saying, I don't need to add any more teams to be relevant. They don't. The schools in the Big Ten, with Oregon and Washington also coming in, are going to take a lower pay cut. They, they will take a lower pay cut, guys, than what the SEC will. And all of this conference realignment, Texas A&M came into the league, Missouri came into the league over 10 years ago, over a decade ago, and it didn't mean anything. 1,000% didn't mean one iota. Now, the Johnny Football documentary came out today. Did you, Zach, did you see the Johnny, did any of you watch the Johnny Football documentary today? Didn't mean anything because it never does mean anything when a team is subpar in one conference and you think that they're going to another conference and going to dominate. 
There's not one time that you can point to in the in the recent past where in the last 30 years in conference realignment that one of those teams realigned and then started winning national titles. Miami left the Big East and didn't win another one. Remember when Miami was all was fantastic? Remember when Miami was the creme de la creme? Well, they were the creme de la creme when they were playing Connecticut and Boston College. What happened when they started playing in the ACC? You know what happened. They started losing. <laughs> Y'all act like this is, like, I'm just making this up. Anyway, all right. Greg Sankey did talk to Feinbaum. I do think it's massive for LSU because we do need to go around the SEC. Let's talk about, about our good friend Tyler Alexander over at EXP Realty. And a good friend, Carol Falls over at State Farm. Don't go anywhere. We're back with you next. He will sell your house and find you anew. Well, Tyler's the man. He's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. Tyler Alexander is a local realtor right here in the Denham Springs, Louisiana area, and he services the entire South Louisiana area as well. Tyler is ranked in the top 2% of EXP realtors in the entire state. Buying or selling a home can be very stressful, but Tyler will make that process stress-free for you and your family and provide a customer experience for you, not just a customer service. Give him a call or text today on his personal cell, 225-955-0008. That's 225-955-0008. And let him get your home sold or transitioned you into a new one. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. So Greg Sankey was on Feinbaum today, and I thought that he made some interesting comments in reference to, um, how do I want to say this? Basically, Feinbaum asked him about conference realignment. And I'm going to get to, so stay with me, because I'm going to get to why this is a massive deal for LSU, Okay. And really any SEC school, but specifically schools like LSU. 
So basically, he was asked about conference realignment, and I'm just going to paraphrase, but it's out there. Go read it. If Go watch it. Read it if you didn't see it yourself. But when asked about it, he said that we don't have to add teams from the West Coast to be relevant on the West Coast, and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I have been on my other show, Rafino and Joe Show. I've talked about this religiously. If you've catch this, caught, catch this. If you've caught us over there, I have barely, if at any time, talked about it on this show. Okay. Today, when the SEC commissioner, who is obviously the commissioner of the conference that LSU is in, I'm going to address it. I just addressed it a little bit before the break. At some point, there's going to have to be an end to it. At some point, there's going to have to come an end to it. The Pac-12, the, I want to say AAC to some extent, one of them is going extinct, and the AAC is fighting for their life. Fighting for their life to... Stay afloat. I've made this analogy before. I'll make it again. Players go into the transfer portal. Players get poached and get tampered with by other schools because of the portal and because of NIL. It's happening with schools and conferences. It's happening with schools and conferences. If you don't like one, you cannot like the other. I I do not like it. Conferences to me should be somewhat regional. You know, like if if the SEC were to add teams, like go up into North Carolina where you do not have a team yet. You went into Texas again, but you don't have a team in Oklahoma. Stay in Oklahoma. Get Oklahoma State if you were going to expand. Get a team in North Carolina. Get a Oklahoma State. But Greg Sankey is listening and has heard the fans. See, the problem, and Greg Sankey making fun of these other conferences, well, with all due respect to Greg Sankey, he started it. He started it. Okay? That's the point that all of this is... Coming to because of Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league. The reason that I am glad that the SEC is not adding other teams to this conference because it does affect LSU's bottom line. The ESPN deal, they already came out and said, it does not matter. to Like, they're going to pay you what they're going to pay you. If you play a ninth conference game or not, we don't care what you do, but we're just telling you right now, we're not giving you more money to do it. So just throwing this out there, LSU football ops has a building, an extension of their football ops that's being built right now. I think it's going to be more of a rehab center. I think that they're doing a lot more things innovatively when it comes to being in the forefront of, of college athletics. LSU's already expanding. Brian Kelly gave a million dollars of his own money that LSU is paying him to get this.
He talked about it. He's talked about it. That is a commitment to the school on wanting to be here. Guys, like we didn't talk about this enough. Your head coach gave back a million dollars to expand what's already going on at football ops. You don't want to be playing money games and adding more teams. Good for Greg Sankey on saying that he's not going to add any more, but do not get it twisted. Do not get it twisted. He is the sole reason that this has happened. Because as soon as he gave ESPN the power to do what they did with him and get Oklahoma and Texas, Fox, CBS, NBC had to respond. And they did. They went and got two teams in L.A. But I'm old enough to remember when the commissioner ran up there in SEC media days, we can't do anything about NIL or the transfer portal. We need the federal government to regulate. Well, maybe it's time people start regulating your ass. Not Greg Sankey, but the conferences. You find it a problem. You can't have one without the other. I don't give two flying Rudy poos that Oregon's not making more than LSU because they shouldn't. Capitalism. You want to make more money? Get off your lazy ass. Stop eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on your recliner playing PlayStation with one hand inside your pants, you freaking lazy couch potato. You don't want to be messing with your TV money. Good on Greg Sankey. And quite honestly, good on William Tate. Because the presidents have to sign off on this too. Good on William Tate to say, Greg, I've done everything you asked me. Don't be playing with my money. And that's the truth. And I'm sure that's the same for every school in this conference. Guys, I don't know if you're peeping, and I know you're going to laugh at this, I don't know if you're paying attention what's going on at Vanderbilt, but they got a new athletic director. They're going to build and expand their baseball field, their baseball development program. They're expanding in their football stadium, and they're trying to get as much first-class stuff as Vanderbilt can get. You know why that Vanderbilt is doing that? Because and this, there was an article, I forget the gentleman who wrote it, who covers Vanderbilt. They're making so much money from the TV deal, they have to write this stuff off by building shit. They don't have a choice. <laughs> and quite honestly, North Carolina, other than basketball and maybe some baseball, from a football aspect, it has no business being in this league. Maybe from basketball only. But you already got one in Kentucky. Now, basketball season would be great having those two in a, in a conference rivalry. But what does it, it matter? 
I do think we got to get to a place where football is its own its own thing. We got to get there. We have to get there. Because if we don't, if we don't get there, you're going to be more like the NFL every step. And I can tell you this. I love the Saints. We're going to talk about them in just a minute. We're going to talk about them in just two seconds. The reason I love college football is because it's not like the NFL. You know, you got the... Look, for me, I don't know how you grow up, but I'm going to tell you a little bit of my upbringing. My birthday is in July, okay? And every single year, every single year, I ask my mom for my birthday one thing. And it never came on my birthday because the game never came out on my birthday. Never, not once. I would ask my mom every single birthday, Mom, you like I don't want anything else other than the college football playoff game. But, Zach, did you see today that EA Sports made an announcement that this time next summer we're going to be able on your consoles, your PC, to be able to play college football on your TV? I've never been more excited. That was my thing. I love the NFL. I love football more than you will ever know. But college football is my number one love outside of this right here in my wife. And there are two little things that are running around at my house. Family and football lives in this house, meaning my house. Family, God, and football. The old adage, well, mine's in college. We started AYS, guys, there's about around 400 of you in here. More of you watching us on Fubo. You watch this show because you love college football, college sports. And I do too. I could have built this business and said, screw it. I'm going to talk about the Saints. I'm going to talk about LSU. I will talk LSU until I'm blue in the face. Passed out on the side of a road eating a bologna sandwich. But I'm fired up the games back. I don't know what generation you grew up in. But in my generation, that's the only thing I asked for. We did not come from a lot of wealth. The three things that I knew, God, family, and football. And what football taught me which is somewhat being put out of the game by all of this. Guys, I learned how to work my ever-living ass off to get where I want to go. And the more you continue to make everything about money, you're saying, well, look at the kids. Look at them go. They're making more money than me. They're learning it from you. I have a son that's four years old and every single thing that I do, the way I walk, the way I talk, the way I eat, the way I sleep, he wants, he, he, he's following me everywhere I go. Want to know why kids are making the decisions? Because they're watching what you did. 
Want to know what recruits go through on a daily basis? Mama is struggling. Mama is working her ass off. Mama leaves this house at 6. She don't get home until 8 because she's working two jobs. That happened in my house. Anyway. And then only to top it all off, even though I'm pissed off now, the Saints completely whiffed on Kareem Hunt and Anthony Barr, which I don't – I mean, I know you don't want DeMario Davis out long, but, I mean, is Anthony Barr really, like, that big of a deal? I mean, if he was the Anthony Barr of old, somebody would have signed him. The big thing for me is I think that LSU could have – see, I keep doing it. I really do think the Saints could have used Kareem Hunt with the three-game suspension of uh, our guy, AK. Uh, but Kamara's out for three games, and Kareem Hunt just got offered more money from Indianapolis and looks like he's going he's gonna to sign with them. But it's so funny because the media was reporting, oh, it looks like Kareem Hunt signing with, signing with New Orleans. I'm like, huh? And then only for Indianapolis and Chris Ballard's dumbass to come out here and, and pay him more money. Mm. Anyway. All right. Mark Spell says, I love LSU. Don't give a two Rudy Poos who wins the Super Bowl. I mean, I want the Saints to win the Super Bowl. Like, I want the Saints to win the Super Bowl. Don't get that twisted. Like, don't get it twisted. But I'm with you, Mark. I love college football, man. There's nothing going to change that. Jared says, I just want, on YouTube, I just want better matchups every week and playoff games on campuses. But, Jared, you're not making better games. You're, I mean, I get what you're trying to say. Better games from what? I get what you're saying. You want higher, uh, more competitive. Okay. Do you gotta have to have do you have to have conference realignment to do that? It's killing the sport. It, well, it's I shouldn't say killing the sport, because college football is gonna continue to go on. It's not killing the sport. But you are killing the conference. And let me tell you what they're doing. All right. They're trying to get the Midwest views to go to the West Coast. If it doesn't happen for football in the NFL, what makes you think it's going to happen anywhere else? Oh, well, it doesn't really, it's not completely effective. And NBA is not completely effective in Major League Baseball. It's not completely effective in the NFL. But we got it. We're going to figure it out in college football. You dumb son of a bitch. How dumb can you get? Chili says, ask like Dylan Cruz going crazy right now. Yeah, Dylan Cruz hit more home runs off of left-handed pitching in, in, in high A than he had did all year at LSU last year. <laughs> Cruz is killing it, man. He is killing it. Uh, CJ said, Blake, who's the starting running back? All of them. Because they're rotating in. There's no, I mean, all of them. <laughs> all of them. I, I, I have no idea because they're, guys, they're, ro every two plays, there's a new dude in. First team, second team, third team, they're all rotating. 
The only one that's not – well, no, Josh Williams ran with the third team today like four or five times I remember. So did Logan Diggs. I mean, they're on a rotation. It does not matter. Like, Trey Hiley got a rep with the first team today, and they handed him the ball off and goal line. And then he gets stopped, like, after four yards, and then here comes Logan Diggs, and then here comes Trey Bradford. You know what I mean? James Edwards says it's so darn hot, they have to rotate. <laughs> That's true. That's true, man. You're not wrong. All right. How do you feel about the show tonight, Zach? Do we miss something? Anything? I'm going to bring you up. Is there anything that we missed here tonight? Any other news that you saw that maybe we missed that we didn't touch on? I don't know. I think you covered it all. You're pretty good at it. Thanks. <laughs> I work hard. That's anything true. worrying or well is there anything that's standing out to you at camp and anything worrying you at, from camp so far i'm not as worried about the dbs i think as i am I, i'd like to see us generate more of a pass rush than we did last year um and i know that's been a little bit concerning here early on in camp but we'll see I want to say I want to say a, a really good pass rush, and you think I mean, if you think about if you think about it, like running up the guts gonna be really hard for opponents on LSU, obviously with Mason Smith and Makai in the middle. Running on the outside is gonna be really tough for opponents um, running against LSU because of Omar Spates and Harold Perkins. So the biggest concern for me defensively to help out that DB room is to get pressure on the quarterback. So LSU's going to have to do it. Yeah, they don't have a choice. They they really don't. I'm not worried about the rush the, ru the rushing attack against us. Uh I, I say that knock on wood, right? Um mm. but yeah, I I, I got to see LSU be able to generate a a, a consistent pass rush. Mhm. Mm All right. I agree. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Zach's going to be off at church with his Tim Tebow haircut trying to look like – I mean, did you – were I, you a stunt double for Tebow in the uh, Netflix uncut? Did you see the – have you seen the Johnny Manziel thing yet? I haven't. I have not. I'm going to need you to I start getting the, like, uh, more on current events. Like I ask you, like I, I ask you all the time, you're like, no, I didn't see it. You got to watch it exactly when it comes out. I, have, I haven't seen it yet. Has the Has the – is, are you talking about the the Swamp Kings? Are you talking Swamp about Kings? Hitt? Yes, I don't know yeah, if that's yeah. out yet, but the Johnny Manziel college football story Has is out. Released? Yeah, that was released. I, I'm about to go watch. It's it. pretty nuts. I just watched the Jake Paul one from. A, I don't. I, I could. I, I would probably fall asleep within the first five minutes. <laughs> Even though he did beat up uh, Nate Diaz. Diaz this weekend, Dude, and I've then got Logan. Really big Logan Paul is fighting uh, Dylan Danis. Yep. 
I don't know why, man, but I've gotten really big into the MMA and boxing. It's a big thing, man. I've been on it for like at least four years, and it is like Dustin Portier got head kicked a couple weeks ago and got clapped. Justin Gaethje picked in that one on a decision. Obviously, it wasn't a decision, but I had Justin Gaethje. I was kind of rooting for Portier, obviously, Louisiana guy. So, but yeah, Gaethje's good, man. Gaethje's freaking good. So I, I texted Paul. That. I texted Paul Skeens today, <laughs> and I asked him if my mustache is acceptable, and he said no. Let's see. Oh, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but I what's on your chin? I've seen other places on my body. Oh God! Pause. Hashtag manscape. Massive pause. All right, we're out of here. Massive pause. Shouldn't have said that, but I meant like <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. I shouldn't I need to get out of here. All right. <laughs> see y'all see you tomorrow, guys. Peace. That's on me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.